my name is Christina, and thank you for checking into the Home for Rainbow OCs. This is a podcast where our guests and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. And today, our guest is... Wait, I forgot to ask Cheska, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, today our guest is Cheska, whose name I forgot to ask for pronunciation of before we started recording. <laughs> you were correct. A plus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Something went right in 2020. Well, actually, what? no. Two things went right in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. Everyone knows what the other thing that went right in 2020 is. <laughs> <sighs> but we're not here today to talk about either my pronunciation or the thing that everyone knows that what I'm obliquely talking about that went right in 2020. <laughs> we're here today to talk about your original character. So who are we talking about today? Well, we're going to talk about my current Dungeons & Dragons character. Uh, prin- yes. crowned, crowned princess, Fonalise Holly Deer Argentum. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I that's that's the whole name because like, Chef's Kiss. Because <laughs> I I think I feel like I was talking with a past guest a couple of episodes ago about how when it comes to naming like D and D characters in particular, there's really only two ways that you can go, which is to go incredibly normal mm-hmm. or just go full buck wild with it. I'm so glad to hear that oh, Fauna's yeah. name is just the good D&D buck wild. Yeah. I was just all like, oh my gosh, how many like weird puns and stuff from her story can I stuff into this thing? Yes. So. Yeah. So the tack I like to take with especially when it comes from like a campaign from a tabletop game is how did you come up with Fauna? And would you like to talk about first, like, how you came up with her as a character, or like, her in-character biography? I'll start with how I came up with, to, with her as a character. Um, mm-hmm. So, Fauna was kind of started as a spike character, uh, my dungeon master. Okay! Is, Interesting! Yeah, my, <laughs> my dungeon master is, um, <laughs> she always has the cheesiest puns. It, it drives me like uh, okay 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 i was just like oh my gosh this one day i'm gonna get you back i'm gonna just put (laughs) pun after pun after pun and then she was all like hey i'm gonna start uh an all women's dungeons and dragons campaign let's let we're all gonna be princesses and i'm like okay (gasps) i love this already i know it's excellent it's all like oh Mm -hmm. boy oh yes how could i possibly (laughs) do this oh yeah oh yes and then um i saw i I was looking at what was i looking at oh costco christmas cards that i forgot to send and i was all like oh that'd be funny if i like made a reindeer tiefling because they have horns ha 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 and i'm like oh yes (laughs) this is my end (laughs) there you go and i just want to make sure you do mean Costco is in the the red giant shopping store, right? The yes. red big box yeah. store? Oh, yes. Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. <laughs> oh, everything I own is probably either from Costco or somewhere Costco adjacent. I don't know. I mean, as someone who has lived in the Midwest for her entire life, that's a mood. Yeah, seriously, though. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's how I came up with her. And I'm all like, oh, good. 
I'm going to make a reindeer tiefling <laughs> Christmas girl, and she's going to be a Christmas princess. Ha ha ha. Nice, nice. So, um, but then, like, my, my dungeon master is, um, you know, tr- trade, her trade is writing. She does comic writing. Oh, and nice. Yeah. So, um, and a lot of the people that she had joining her campaign were also writers. Um, Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. And I, I live near, Ho- I live closer to Hollywood, so um, they write for, like, networks and TV shows and stuff, and I'm all like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm not that creative. <laughs> uh, but Hey, oh. none of that here. Okay, this is a positivity <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know, I am very positive, though, that I, I, I have other talents in other areas, and it wasn't necessarily writing. And I was just like, oh, no, this is going to be so interesting. Um <laughs> And so, but she developed like this huge 10 page elaborate character design, like notebook mm-hmm. for everybody. And so I oh, was like, wow. yeah, it was intense. And I was like, okay, okay, I have to actually put some thought into this. <laughs> uh, how am I going to pull this one off? Um, yeah. And so when I was going about with the questions, like a lot of the questions were like, you know, what family did she come from? And, uh, mm-hmm. You know, are you playing a princess? Are you playing someone pretending to be a princess? Are you playing the flower <gasps> or playing a florist who needs the prince to choose a princess to marry so you can make your big sell? Are y'all gonna do the princess switch? <laughs> well, actually, in that camp, so it went very interesting. Uh, so the oh campaign, my, the campaign first started out as a, a princess pageant for the kingdom okay. of white elves, and it was princesses eligible princesses from every kingdom uh looking to make a marriage mm-hmm. alliance right um okay it, it turns out it was uh the prince is a 14 year old prepubescent elf boy oh my and we're all like oh no oh no arranged marriages yes and we're like oh oh boy and um so then we just like we, we had that we had every day she had an itinerary because we had it weekly she had an itinerary for each day mm-hmm. of like they are going to do a princess joust. You're going to have a date night. We're going to be on a boat. And we're going, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. It's so I was just like, oh, this is really serious. I have to actually put more thought into how I'm going to play fauna if this is going to be a potentially eight week session, like eight week thing. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, oh man, what am I going to do? And so mm-hmm. she already came from a kingdom called Snow. Um, yeah. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to make it just Christmas town. This mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. nightmare before Christmas esque, but on the other, but all Christmas, all the time. Yeah, and it was wild. So um, the his so I came up with around 20 pages of the history of snow. Holy cow! Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's just all full of puns. Oh, that's very good, Cheska. I've. <laughs> I have a friend who is vehemently anti-pun, and somewhere I think he's getting a migraine right about now. <laughs> oh, I I apologize. Look, I, no, I, I was... I'm here for it, though. <laughs> See, I was in his boat, though, and mm-hmm. now I'm, like, really into it. I'm like, oh, yes, how can this week, how can I make it even worse? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it's just, um, you know, like, her whole name is a pun, like, Fauna least because she's a deer. Mm-hmm. and uh deer which is a totally made up word that looks kind of like it's from a different language it's just deer mm-hmm. yeah because wasn't isn't it like d 
Y with an accent R. Yeah. <laughs> and nice. I think I'm pretty sure that's actually like uh like Icelandic for it, but or some or something from like that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, something from Scandinavia. Yeah, so I was all like, "Yes, this is gonna be good. This is this is mm-hmm. excellent." And um, so I just I made up this whole like basically like Fauna herself is more of a rebellious kind of princess. She is. Mm-hmm. ditzy but she's sweet she went to uh, a sorceress school um nice yeah and uh she was part of a girls gang called the naughty listers oh my gosh my my dm came up with that one so she got into it too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah so every week it's just her and i going back and forth to see who makes the most ridiculous puns Oh, that's so good. I hope that your fellow players like get in on it too. <laughs> oh, they totally do. It, it's oh, it's excellent. Good. And we have good. like all and they have these like really awesome like other characters who are princess. Like we had a bridge troll princess. Um, Aww. Yeah. And she we also had someone pretending to be a princess, uh, for the <laughs> bridge troll. We had Ooh. We had like, you know, Asimar like angelic princesses and moon elf mm-hmm. bards and all that it, we had everything it was very fun good um, yeah it's still going too we're on phase three after we um basically destroyed a marriage so okay okay yeah so do you want to then jump into uh how Fonalise, how her kind of you said you said that she was in two campaigns you want to talk about how the first one mm-hmm either went or is going so they're both concurrent the mo- the one that actually okay. has um the most story and ho- where everything about her is based off of is the is her first one that i made her for which was for the uh mm-hmm. princess the pageant yeah princess pageant uh campaign and mm-hmm. so um you know i made her as a really like kind of more of a comic relief character compared to everybody else's mm-hmm. um until i heard there's a bridge troll and i'm like oh well that okay (laughs) that came out of left field i love it i'm here for Mm it um Mm -hmm. but for her um she became like slowly and surely she kind of became this very um like gung-ho willing to sacrifice her well-being for the safety of others uh someone who loved deeply loves someone who deeply loves her um, kingdom and her sister who's the queen of the kingdom okay uh also she is a bit more um level-headed than she started out with um back in may so i was just like wow she grew Mm -hmm. character development we love to see it character development and it's it's very interesting to see like the comic relief character get a lot of um emotional roller coasters and heartbreak in a campaign and you're all like yeah, so now her kingdom was invaded by the by the other side, and while oh, she no. was sent to this princess pageant, uh, because her sister wanted to protect her and lied to her, saying, "Hey, yeah, go participate in this. You'll have fun." Oh no! And you know, have other people tell you that your kingdom was invaded and you can't go home because now you're a ward of this other kingdom. Oh no! And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I had all these. I had all these notes. How are we celebrating Christmas? <laughs> and so uh, now her whole journey um, for this we call it seasons. The phase two of the campaign is that she mm-hmm. is going to go save Christmas for her people. As in, 
liberating the kingdom so that they can celebrate Christmas as they would like to? Or in the sense of, like, the evil kingdom that took over has specifically outlawed Christmas in the Christmas kingdom? I, they basically, it was so the kingdom is occupied, apparently, and everybody was, like, forced out of their homes and everything. And with snow, snow only has two seasons, which is winter and harsh winter. So harsh winter. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so harsh winter's coming up, and she is going there to find out what happened to her sister after receiving some news that, uh, some ominous news that all her sister wants for Christmas is her. And oh my. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, that's not good. Yeah. Um, and so she was just, now she is trying to save Christmas by bringing cheer to the people who were displaced and um, okay. hopefully liberating uh, yeah. her kingdom along with it. Okay. So, yeah. Save Christmas all around. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this has come up yet. What class is Fauna? She's a draconic sorceress. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So reindeer, tiefling, draconic inheritance sorceress. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've never played a draconic inheritance sorcerer before. Does what color they descend from matter? Yes. Uh, so okay. later, as they level up, they can get uh, bonuses and different immunities based on the dragon that their ancestor is. Okay. Um, hers is the silver dragon. Okay, oh. good, good. Yeah. And uh, it matched her kingdom because her kingdom is entirely, uh, is like 90% silver ore. Um, oh, okay, that's where the Argentum comes from mm-hmm. then. Yeah, exactly. Another pun. And I'm like, yes, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, so she's a draconic sorceress. And in this campaign, dragons aren't Everybody thinks dragons aren't real. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it's just a dungeons campaign then. It's really just a dungeons campaign. And my DM wasn't <laughs> even going to put dragons in it until I told her. And she's just like, oh, fine. Yeah. So I, there's one dragon that... Uh, yes. There's a state one, secret. One, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. As in the dragon is still alive, or as in the dragon's whole existence is a secret? The dragon's still alive. Uh, the people of Snow oh, actually... Nice. The people of Snow believe in dragons, and because they, they knew their origin story of how Snow came about. Uh, which yeah. is when Which is when their, uh, the first queen and patron saint of Christmas, Christy Massachusetts, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, made, a, made a deal with, uh, with the silver dragon. Okay. And so, uh, so they all believed that the dragon existed, but that was so long ago that there's no way it still exists. Huh? Uh, mm-hmm. But it is living underneath the ice of snow. So, Holy cow. Now, real quick, I'm going to touch on the patron saint of Christmas, Christy, yeah. Massachusetts. <laughs> yes. Uh, the first queen of snow and uh, probably fought as a uh, first ancestor. So... What would you like to know about her? <laughs> you say she was Fauna's first ancestor. Mm-hmm. I'm building a Punnett Square in my head and I'm concerned. You're concerned now. Okay, so Christy Massachusetts was a normal human girl. Okay. Uh, she was supposed to be sacrificed by the people, like the first uh, clans of snow to mm-hmm. appease the snow dragon during a harsh winter and 
Yeah, and then coming up to, uh, she decided, hey, I don't really want to die, so let's, like, give gifts, like, a partridge in a pear tree, and... Okay. Uh, 12 gifts, and when they went there, uh, she ended up sacrificing her life to save the dragon, and uh yeah this the fun state secret is is that the dragon uh in this campaign at least has necromancy powers so okay christy massachusetts was revived and it became known as silent night uh because the snowstorm stopped okay <laughs> and, okay yeah and so then she became the first queen and head of the new clan argentum of snow okay um Okay, I'm, I'm gonna try and f- I'm gonna take the most roundabout way to ask this question. Of course. Did did the Argentum line gain the draconic ancestry from Christy, Massachusetts, being revived by the dragon? Yes. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, you got it. Yeah, no one's figured it out my campaign yet, and uh, I guess they will now. <laughs> yes. No, the dragon uh, basically is a very in D D lore, the silver dragon's more the most friendly one of the ancient dragons, and so nice. uh, the dragon does turn human and kind of parties with everybody in snow, and no one really realizes it. Oh, that's great! I so, I love that. I just love the fact yeah. that they're like, no, these dragons just can come hang out. Yeah, they're like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> let's do this. And uh, these Christy dragons Ma- can chill. Ah. <laughs> uh... That's a finger guns. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah. So and then uh, Chrissy Massachusetts named uh, the dragon Noel. So of course, because she because the dragon is the first Noel. Yes, <laughs> Noel first of their name. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, they, I love uh, it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the the dragon adopted Chrissy Massachusetts. So oh, that's so good. But uh, yeah, she's now the patron saint of snow. Nice. And Christmas. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So Snow's religion system is uh, all Christmas and all saints. So. Okay. Lots of saints. They have Saint Nick. And they have. Does he punch heretics? No, he doesn't. He's actually. uh, No. In order to become a saint of snow, you have to like sacrifice greatly for the good of snow and uh the dragon chooses them basically but okay yeah it's like a weird little system and but uh no i'm very into this into this christmas themed theocracy that they've got going on yeah it's kind of wild and you know the whole like even like the whole idea is that snow is small in population but it's just surrounded by just mountains and ice and just why would anybody live here? And yeah. um, they're supposed to be more of a kind of socialist based um, system mm-hmm. where they do yeah. have nobility, but the nobles are uh, because of the clans, but the nobles are supposed to be there to basically make sure that their villages and the land that they're covering, like everybody survives mm-hmm. the winters because they suck. Yeah. Yeah. More of a, more of a caretaking responsibility than necessarily governorship. Yeah, it's like a noblesse oblige kind of thing. Um, okay, okay. But uh, they have a massive celebration every year for Christmas, and so it's uh, the nice. first. The first twenty-four days are Advent, where they get some different mm-hmm. supplies each day handed out to them, like an mm-hmm. Advent calendar. 
Yeah. The 12 days of Christmas are for the 12 clans, which are like the Partridge and the Pear Tree clan and the... Oh my gosh. Yeah. The Partridges. The Partridges. (laughs) The Partridges, the Turtle Doves. (laughs) We have uh, Eric Hoker clan for the Geese Lane clan. Oh my god. And Fauna hates them. (laughs) Hates the the triplet uh, sons. in her defense, what kind of geese are we talking about here? Are we talking like like goose game terrible geese? Are we talking yes. like malicious Canadian geese? No, no, no. You're untitled goose game geese. All of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're the triplets and they can't speak um, because we made, because my, my DM's all like, I'm not doing 400 voices of geese. Come on. Uh, but their names are Johan, Sven, and Ryan. <laughs> Uh, and they're the bane of Fauna's existence. And when she was little, in order to uh, make her behave, her governess, uh, Lady Mussolina, who's a Mussolina. Yes. Yes. Uh, you sent me a picture of Lady Mussolina, which is yeah. fantastic. Yes. She's great, she's a but... moose folk. <laughs> yeah, she's a moose folk um, from the house uh, elk or something. <laughs> I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she would threaten to marry Fauna to all three of them if she didn't behave. Oh, my. Uh Despite not having any authority to do such a thing, and there's no way that they would send Svana to marry someone that she truly, truly hates. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's all fun. Like, uh, Santa's workshop is actually a blacksmith. Um, okay, good, good. Yeah, and they're only open one day a year, so... As in, they they are only open to the public one day a year, or they they're only functioning one day a year. They they work there uh, throughout the year, but they're only open to the public one day a year. So they are working okay, okay. The rest of the time, and then on Christmas, they're like, "Yes, come buy your snow based weapons." Oh, that's that's some like that's some serious Neopet vibes right there. It kind of is, honestly. Um, but yeah, she it's it's very fun. I um mm-hmm. you know, like in the Princess Pageant, Fauna is complete at first is completely disrespectful of the people who have offered her wardship. Yeah. And she um what's it called? She like they were supposed to have the great prince like the great hunt and they were the princesses were just supposed to accompany all the other noble folk to mm-hmm. a hunt and they were supposed to hunt uh deer. And she's all like, no. Ah, I can't do that. I know them. She's just like, oh, that's that's not right. And she's all like, wow, you're going to hunt deer on the day after I found out my kingdom got taken over? Thanks. <laughs> I feel really welcome here. So um, did 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 her did her emotional plea work? It did, and then people got really upset about it because they're like, well, I guess we're going to have to hunt like partridges, even though every year for thousands of years we've hunted deer. But I guess we'll change it for this one Oh day. no, how'd she handle the partridges? She eats partridges. They're, uh, oh, Christmas, okay. Christmas is a, uh, you know, she's still a draconic sorceress. She, she eats meat. Okay. They're, they're, what I meant was like, they're not close enough to sentient beings in the no. kingdom of snow. So no. They're not air cocoa. They're They can eat them. Okay, but, okay. Yeah, no, but she uh she kind of becomes a little more respectful and kind of remembering like, hey, maybe I shouldn't mm-hmm. make the people that uh are offering to protect me and probably liberate my kingdom or my only chance of liberating the kingdom uh mm-hmm. mad. But uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she does it anyways. She she realizes it and she does it anyways. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah. 
I don't. I don't think we've. Just, I don't think we've mentioned how old is Fauna. So when I first started making her, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna be like twenty five years old or anything." And then as mm-hmm. I was playing her, I'm like, "There's no way she is. She's like <laughs> a high schooler, honestly." But this, so we decided she was like twenty at the oldest. Okay, we're not okay. entirely sure. Yeah. So, um, because sometimes she'll act very mature. And mm-hmm. sometimes she will not. So we're just like, yeah, she's in a weird blurry line. She is an adult. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's all we got. Uh, she's very flirty. Yeah, she's uh, old enough to be here. She's old enough. Yes, exactly. And she becomes best friends with the prince, uh, who turns out to not like uh, princesses. So oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I was curious how the marriage, how the whole. The this is the princess pageant, but it's also kind of the bachelor was going to turn out. Yeah, uh, my my DM has a big obsession uh, with the bachelor, um, and so she's just like, "Yes, this is it. This is my time to shine." <laughs> and you know uh, what? There are worse shows. That's, that's in, so in the many shows. in the greater scheme. That's fine. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, it turned out really kind of awkward because we later on. Uh, uncover a conspiracy in front of literally everybody in the kingdom that uh, the prince is not actually legitimate so oh no yeah was that the marriage destroying that you were talking about kind of that was the kingdom destroying we destroyed the marriage again later um okay yeah it was a wild it was a wild seven weeks um yeah do do you want to kind of take me through like the 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 most important plot points that happened during during phase one of the campaign yes okay so this is it was very fun um so phase four it started out with us meeting all these princesses um Mm -hmm. and fauna is one of two tieflings uh players characters okay Uh, okay the other tiefling was from the uh, volcanic kingdom of torbear and she was okay. there as an advisor to her sister who they were trying to marry off. Gotcha. Okay. And, um, you know, they, so she meets all these other princesses and Torbar- the Torbarian princess is probably like the most opposite of hers, of mm-hmm. her. Okay. And they butt heads and everything. And so it's like kind yeah. of starts with her having kind of a weird relationship with some of the princesses, but also like mm-hmm. crushing on one the Azamar paladin who comes in Aww. barreling and with like muscles and everything <laughs> and uh you meet all the light elves and you kind of kind of get a sense of um that maybe the light elf kingdom is not that good <laughs> um, yeah and you were learning more about like uh pol- like court intrigue and everything okay and, okay yeah so we start with that, and then we go on to like the different events of the pageant, um, which is mm-hmm. where uh, the prince was supposed to kind of get to know each of the princesses so he could pick which one he wants to marry mm-hmm. and align their kingdoms. And so yeah. they, um, he he goes on, he like picks a random princess to go on a date with every yeah during the events yeah and first they have like a little cruise on the lake, and mm-hmm. his the prince's cruise boat is knocked over and oh, no. the prince and the princess inside uh can't swim and fauna who oh was no 
from a landlocked kingdom with like a frozen lake it's just like i suddenly can swim yeah and is constantly saving people falling off of boats it's now become a running <laughs> joke because it makes no sense Oh, get fun of her lifeguard certification. Exactly, she should honestly. And then you, we, we, we saved a bunch of babies that were bullywog babies. Um, what is a bullywog? A bullywog is a frog person. Okay, okay. Frog pole. So they had their tadpoles, and so Fauna escaped with some of the princesses outside of the castle, and mm-hmm. uh, they saved the babies. Aww. So it was very sweet, and they all became closer emotionally. Then they find a dead unicorn, which is unfortunate. That's extremely unfortunate. It was unfortunate, and they have some weird fever dream that, like, is done by fairies or something. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing the fairies do. Yeah. Especially in D&D. <laughs> Don't trust the fae. Don't trust them. And uh, then they all realize that there are some rules of eligibility that were kind of not okay for them. And rules of eligibility rules of eligibility for the princess contest. Yep, to marry, okay. to be able to marry, and like we find out that there was like a small little addendum saying that hey, if your kids aren't like full elves, they can't inherit the crown. So going back to what I said earlier about Punnett squares, mm-hmm. it sounds like then that. The, the people who are running this contest only wanted for their prince to marry specifically an elf woman. Yeah, it, you find out that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, prejudice. That's all fun. And just like on The Bachelor. Just like on The Bachelor. And the prince wasn't here for it. Um, also, the prince really didn't want to marry a lady, so, um. Yeah. Which, like, also, he's 14, so he probably didn't want to marry anybody. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, then they started kind of slowly realizing that, hey, maybe like there's a lot of messed up stuff in this kingdom. And the yeah. bridge. Yeah. And so the big pivotal point where we knew that things just were not as it seems mm-hmm. is that the bridge troll reveals herself to have been the, the uh, Light Elf King's first wife who he cursed. Really? Yep. Okay. And he never uh he never mentioned the marriage. And so uh but the pivotal moment of that campaign is when she confronts him. Um so the light elf uh nobles leave to basically when they retire and don't want to be nobles anymore and mm-hmm. like basically their retirement's like going to heaven or anything. They actually just take a boat to like some retirement home and never see anybody ever again. Okay. That's that's the world my DM established, so that's where we went with. So we're like, okay. And so when he was, like, yeah. in his going away party, he was finally confronted, and mm-hmm. the bridge troll was all like, I'm your wife, and you just, like, cursed me and left me. And yeah. they had, like, some, like, truth pool that they were going to put the princesses in to answer questions to make sure they were legitimate princesses. Mm-hmm. And we stole yeah. the water. We stole the water and just like sprayed it onto the king, and he was just all <laughs> like, "You're right, you're right. I did marry somebody else. I don't even love my current wife. And you know what? I don't care because I'm leaving." And he literally leaves. Holy cow! And everybody's just like, "What?" And so because he never, because he never annulled his first marriage, his second marriage, which the prince was one of the kids, and like all these. All of his children were now illegitimate because they weren't. Holy cow. 
Yeah, and uh, the crown actually goes to the king's brother and his uh, son, who was this described as a, a very hot elf. That was the words that she was given to us. <laughs> and uh, the other half the princesses were in love with. So yeah, uh, Bonestil was crushing hard on the Azamar princess at the time. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. was, so she had her other things going. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they were all like, well, this is awkward. Now we have two days left in the pageant and the prince definitely changed to someone a lot more appropriate for us. Yeah, to someone who's not 14. Someone who is not 14. And like the prince, he was kind of getting used to the idea that he would be king and everything. And Fauna had like just finally made an alliance and saying he because he promised her that he mm-hmm. would help her liberate snow. And he's all like, hey. yeah. He's like, hey, you know what? You don't really like, uh, you're really not into me and I'm not into you. Maybe we should just get married and just pretend it just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We'll just, yeah. We'll just be each other's beards. And she's just <laughs> all like, I'll think about it. But that seems also kind of limiting for me as a, as a lady in this society. But all right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they find out that he was illegitimate. and mm-hmm. that Poor the, guy. Yeah. He was just like, oh, he, he just fell onto the ground and he just is like, I don't know if I should be happy or sad because I really didn't want to be king because I'm 14. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is cool. This is cool. Um, and so his cousin, uh, who he loves very dearly, became uh, king and the prince was, ha- the former prince was happier for it. In the yeah. End. And uh, the last two days, though, we were like, oh, okay. So this was the big moment, right? Yeah. Long. Wrong. Oh no! We're all wrong. Oh no! So the last two days of phase two, we slowly start realizing that um, the new ki- prince, who is going to be king, uh, mm-hmm. Prince Garrick, is uh, was the one who killed the unicorns. And oh no! Yeah, and we're just all like, oh no, he's that's not that's not cool. That's not cool. Yeah, and he fall and he, so there's two princesses that he that are like at the top of the mm-hmm. list for eligibility yeah the top contenders yeah and he tells one of them he's all like you know you could make me really happy if you would be my if you would be my queen and she's just all like mm-hmm. eh, no i'm good thanks uh because she <laughs> realized that he kind of like she doesn't want she wants to be chosen because at first he actually outright rejected her because her kingdom had nothing to offer. But then her kingdom oh, no. offered a lot more. And he's all like, oh, this this is suddenly more enticing now. Oh, no. And so she's just like, nah, I'm not into it. Because the fun part was, is that she wasn't a legitimate princess either. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Holy so cow. There's a lot of illegitimacy here. And, uh, yeah. So, Jeez. And her kingdom, her stepmom, uh, who is the current queen of her kingdom, uh, was basically like, hey, if we recognize you as an actual princess and up your dowry, you can't come back to the kingdom. But hey, at least you didn't get, at least, you know, I'm not throwing you into a river. Holy cow. Yeah. That's book wild, Jessica. It is. It's wild. And then her, but she. I think like I should have popcorn right now. You really should. Honestly, this is really good. Like, I even like looking back on the story, I was just sometimes I still kind of get goosebumps and like anxiety from like the stuff that happened. I'm like, what's gonna happen to what's gonna happen to Fada next time? Oh no. Mm-hmm. 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 
but uh yeah so she and a uh, fun fact uh garrick prince garrick it made out with the other princess that fell in love with him too earlier yeah so that was fun and it brought yeah. a, it, it brought a wedge between those two princesses relationship like buddy mm-hmm. friendship yeah and but uh the one that he he wanted to marry first uh lady dahlia she okay. actually fell in love with her uh so her sword her right hand sword so uh her bodyguard her, I, okay her bodyguard sword, i was sword. like sword sword that's like, what it called okay i was like okay hold up a sec yeah hold on. yeah this is getting a lot weirder right no but then he just was all like okay well whatever i didn't need you that much anyways and he decides to marry the other girl without telling her that she was his second choice oh no um but she's like all heads over heels she's never been out there and fauna's all like girl she's don't marry him <laughs> like there's something iffy about it. he's killing unicorns for god's sakes that's kind of like that's, a real that's extremely sketchy in any universe <laughs> and like the prince kind of going back to like fauna's role in this is that mm-hmm. fauna is now still trying to secure her, make sure her wardship now that everything switched um mm-hmm. Her wardship was in jeopardy, and so she's just like yeah. I have to secure that, and uh, also secure Snow's uh, liberation. Mm-hmm. And Prince Garrick was saying that, well, Snow is not a huge priority for us after all. Like I, we were optimistic, but I honestly can see that it isn't. That we'll get to it in a few years. Oh no! And he's like, you know, it could really help if you married one of my brothers and just became a lady of the kingdom. And she's just all like, "No, that's nah, cool. nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, that's that's all right. Thanks for offering, but uh, you're kind of a jerk." Mm-hmm. And uh, so the day of the wedding comes up, and they're all going to be bridesmaids yeah. for the second princess. Okay. And um, she still doesn't know she was the second choice. Her wedding ring didn't fit right either, and oh, was a, no. but she is so happy. Until her mom doesn't show up to the wedding. And uh, she was so upset about it. And her advisors, who were two uh, like knights of her mother's guard that she really never really knew. Including mm-hmm. one um, disgraced, drunk, uh, drunkard, uh, halfling woman. And her mm-hmm. grandson, who was a quarterling. Oh, I love that he's a quarterling. But, yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's a sun elf, and he was, a, and the quarterling is a three quarter sun elf, I guess. Okay. But, you know, they're going to have this wedding, and, you know, the king was already crowned, and he just needs to get married. And mm-hmm. things don't go right because, uh, yeah. He, yeah, he'll find out that, hey, he was getting advice from this, like, weird, shady figure who oh, no. saw into his future. And oh, told him no. and told him he had to kill like four unicorns and dance hog the blood and get married before the sunset. And oh, uh no. find out that, that that shady figure was actually the sister of one of our other princesses who was trying to uh, start a religious war kind of coup. Oh no. And basically told uh that princess that was in our group that she can't come home because uh she doesn't want to conform to their new religion so yikes yeah so that was wild too 
And Fado's just like, wow, your families are all messed up. My sister loves me. What's going on with you guys? Yeah, really. And uh, yeah, so the fun moment is, is that when they're about to get married, uh, the prince is throwing a hissy fit because now the- Of course the, he is. Yeah, the second princess is not, because like the, the shady figure got uh, like left eventually after a, a battle that almost, that uh, ended almost two players, but they're fine. Oh no. And uh he was about to get married but then, you know, the princess was having cold feet because her her mom wasn't there and that's this is the whole reason yeah. why she even went through with this arranged marriage was to please her mom for once. And Ooh. uh but then she's like, "Okay, you know what? Fine. We'll get married. We're just going to do this." And so as they're about to walk the altar and whatever mm-hmm. light elf thing is, her advisor assassinates Prince Garrick. Oh, and you come to find out that this princess's kingdom the reason why her mom wasn't there was because this whole thing was staged because they aligned themselves with the dark elf kingdom holy cow yeah and so they had to run for their lives because they were and then also at the same time there was like this the the white elf religious order was trying to like get rid of all the other princesses because they weren't full elves and yikes yeah and so they had to leave and so they were on the run for a while and blamed for uh for the murder of uh the king and holy cow who became known as the afternoon king because he was only king for an afternoon uh that's poetic it was poetic and they had to like some of them had to go back for uh the advisor who assassinated him uh she she was killed in the fight and yeah. uh they fought for their lives and they escaped into the enchanted forest with all the fairies mm-hmm. and uh you find out uh one of fauna's big secrets because she feels really bad that everybody's upset over this advisor who was very beloved um yeah and uh you find out fauna is a necromancer yeah yeah so she's all been ice ice powers and skating and cheerfulness and throwing candy at kids and then she's like oh well i can also raise the dead so uh let me get to that so she resurrects the the advisor the resurrects the advisor and she's just like hey guys let's not mention this ever happened ever again this is also a state secret bye holy cow and that ended uh (laughs) the first season of uh maiden mayhem wow that, that was that was that was book wild Cheska, and I enjoyed was, every minute of it. I I'm felt so like I felt like you describing it was like watching The Bachelorette mixed with like The Adventure Zone. You know, I'm so happy you said that because that makes me really happy, proud of myself about <laughs> how my summaries went. Uh, yeah, so now they're they're running wild and uh, running away for their lives. They had escaped the Elf Kingdom, and yeah. Uh, now they're going to go save Christmas. Um, you find out some fun things like that princess that was supposed to get married. She may not even be legitimate either. And mm-hmm. she's not for that. Um, Fauna falls in love and date briefly dates, uh, the twin sister of the other, of the other princess who was chosen first, uh, Sworn Sword. Okay. Who hate he now hates her because his sister picks the worst women. That's what his reasoning was. 
Okay, fine, I guess. Yeah, and she's just like, you know what? I will. I am going to be so charming and beloved. You're just going to eat those words. And then he, <laughs> and then he becomes her uh, sword instructor, her sword training nice. instructor. And uh, yeah, so now they're on their way to snow, and uh, that will be this next week and the week after his episode is uh, Chrissy Massachusetts Day. <laughs> nice, nice. So yeah, but yeah, you find out. Fauna uh, has a dragon who gave her powers because they like went into their memories eventually mm-hmm. and uh, the dragon is uh, still around. She, she's mm-hmm. just like, hey guys, what's going on? Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't talk, actually. They, she just kind of chills and she's just like, I'm just going to hang out here in my ice kingdom. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you reveal, we kind of uh, the DM uh, and I, we set up a, a one of the reveals of how Fauna got her powers and her sorcery stuff mm-hmm. was that even though Fauna was from a family of sorceresses, um, her her dad, who was from the Deer Clan, uh, he was a, a ranger, mm-hmm. and her sister was a ranger, is like a fighter, I think, or a ranger. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure because those details have been kept secret from me. <laughs> and um, but Fauna was a very sickly child. Uh, when she was when she was born, oh yeah, her her parents uh both tragically died. I th- they think in a in a snowstorm, and um because their bodies weren't recovered or anything, they were not actually sure. But her sister, Ooh. her sister who's sixteen years older than her, uh, became queen, mm-hmm. and also is raising Fauna on her own. And, yeah. Uh, but Fauna's very sick, and so that it like you know. They are sure she's not going to make it um, mm-hmm. past her like young child ages, yeah. and uh, she doesn't. She she does end up dying, and it's really tragic. And it was a really sad scene. Uh, yeah, I cried even though I knew it was going to happen. And yeah. uh, you find out that Noel, who was is very much in love with this family this is her family mm-hmm. and she t- um have was and she she loved the the smallest one and she was devastated when the smallest one passed away uh gave mm-hmm. up her powers so fauna could be revived holy cow yeah and so Fa- so the the dragon's still around she doesn't have her necromancy powers anymore but fauna does and that's part of the reason why she was ferried out before they got invaded yeah, I can see why. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of political intrigue, you know? Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, yeah, uh, they have that. That's uh, Fauna's family in a nutshell. She just is. She loves mm-hmm. waffles. Belgian waffles are her favorite. Or snow waffles. There's no Belgian in this world. Yeah. Are her favorite. She throws candy canes. Relatable. Um, they also. Uh, See, oh, Christmas tales are legends that were probably real in snow. Okay, and, okay. And uh, she tries to teach people about the the meaning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout every time they adopt a yeah. tabaxi kitten, and try her. She's like having him having her read stories of snow. Okay, and, okay. Which is just the Nutcracker. <laughs> nice. So yeah, it's a it's a fun uh, little. She's a little fun Christmas princess. God, I'm I'm very glad to have heard all of this about Fauna. Mm-hmm. You and never, you will never guess what her birthday is. 
Is it halfway to Christmas? No. Or was she born on Christmas Day, I'm assuming? No, it's uh, Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah, Fada's birthday's on Halloween, uh, which is partially a joke and a play on of her thing and partially because my birthday's also on Halloween and my DMs are like, that's gonna also be Fada's birthday. You're just not gonna know until that day of. (laughs) Yeah, she hates her birthday because something spooky always happens on her birthday. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was a that was a fun little. So the spooky did happen. So yeah, they got they met a ghost of a jester that they left uh, to be executed when they left left the light off kingdom and they forgot about him. Oh no, he wasn't that great. I mean, still though, still it is though, spooky. <laughs> still though, now we feel really bad about it. Uh, but he his unfinished business is to talk to his ex girlfriend. And that's woof. <laughs> I know. Spoil, spoiler alert. His ex girlfriend turns out turned out to be the, uh, the demonic fiendish uh, patron of one of the other princesses, who's a warlock. Oh no! So that one's fun. Holy cow! But yeah, so that's the world, of, the wonderful world of Fauna and her Christmas pals. I I I love it. I love it so much, Cheska. Thank you. Thank you for letting me go on for uh, almost an hour about. You're welcome. I I have I have one question that I always make sure to ask people who bring in tabletop characters. Yes. What is the craziest most fun thing that Fauna has done in the game so far? Oh shoot, there's so many. What did she do that's wild? The wildest thing that she did was actually really recently. So they went to uh, a cloud city full of air genasi. And, okay okay yes and so the and the place was called atlasphere and mm-hmm. um they all got separated because in order to get atlasphere is not really well known and in order to get there uh people have to be shipwrecked and they didn't know that because when okay and when shipwrecked people show up onto atlasphere they uh are usually persuaded heavily to sign a contract making them indentured servants and and Fauna doesn't sign things unless uh, her governess, Lady Musolina, who's still around, um, mm-hmm. tells her that it's okay because Fauna does not trust things like that. Doesn't trust the yeah. establishment. Um, <laughs> that's just her way. And mm-hmm. so she stuck with the other tiefling who she had a fight with before in the first season, right? Yeah. They became pretty good friends. Uh, they are Aww, now, good. They're now Team Icy Hot. Nice. Because she's love from it. Volcanic. She's from a volcanic kingdom, and she's from a kingdom made of ice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Team Icy Hot uh, ended up being shipwrecked together onto Atmosphere. They find mm-hmm. the family, find a volcanic person, volcanic princess's family, and mm-hmm. find out one of her other sisters, who is known as the Runaway, uh, is getting mm-hmm. married off to the prince of Atmosphere. Okay. Because the reasoning behind it was um, Atlasphere is going to align themselves with the Dark Elves and they wanted to, and Torbear, which is a volcanic kingdom, mm-hmm. wants uh, wants enough agents on both sides so they know they'll win. Mm-hmm. And so they do that. And you're like, yeah. okay, cool. Uh, that's not to sound great. Her sister does not want to get married and does not want anything to do with this weird royal family stuff. Yeah. And um, 
you find out that like you know one of the the, the demon the sister um who's also a warlock her horns were um one of her horns were cut and mm-hmm. that really made the volcanic princess really mad and fawn is all like yeah let's mess things up let's do this we're in a kingdom made of clouds this is gonna be awesome yeah and um just i i suddenly was able to roll really well after a really bad bout of rolling oh my. really 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 bad yeah and freezing most of the stuff and just breaking it as as we ruined yet another wedding by stealing somebody's familiar who's a sheep that can fly okay riding to Why a not? wedding yeah riding to a wedding fauna impersonates the person that they stole the sheep from mm-hmm. um they like i said screw up another wedding um the mm-hmm. prince does not get married <laughs> to the yeah. princess and uh Fauna decided to, uh, she's like, hey guys, you know what would be really fun? You know what would be super, super awesome? Let's, like, blow this place up a little bit. Oh no. And so with her magical powers of iceness, uh, and they're being in clouds, which are made of water, her, mm-hmm. her plan worked a little too well than she thought would happen. Oh no. Usually that doesn't happen very well for them um yeah and she reveals herself as the princess of snow and she's like oh shoot didn't mean that for that to happen Mm -hmm. and uh you find out that all the air were not air at all they were all uh dark elves who had taken over the kingdom centuries ago. oh no and uh hana declared war on them by accident and she's just like shoot I mean, I can't say I blame her. She, yeah, really, honestly, like honestly, they 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 made friends with the uh, the Cloud Genasi Prince, uh, who was also a a dark elf, and he was very pleasant. He was very nice. He mm-hmm. helped them escape after after this debacle. Good uh, for him. But yeah, they end up getting revenge on this whole on on this on the volcanic sisters, all the volcanic princess's family because they thought she was mm-hmm. dead and she's next in line and her other sister took over mm-hmm. and they were just it, it was a while it, it's much more wild if it was happening than now i'm describing it but it basically fauna just uh just likes to turn things into ice <laughs> and try not to take responsibility for it so. <laughs> she's like oh no i didn't think these things through i didn't think the elements very very well it's okay. It's it's not Pokemon. She can't be she cannot be counted upon to learn type advantages. No, she really can't. Um and my DM didn't tell me these advantages until a little bit later. She's all like, Hey, have you ever wondered why I'm letting you roll twice? And I'm like, No, because I thought you were just being nice to me on my birthday. So, yeah. Um and she's like, No. There's a reason. Oh no. So yeah, that she froze a whole entire kingdom and uh yeah, they left that alone. Holy cow. Never coming back. Oh, jeez. Okay, so this has yeah. been Buck Wild, Cheska. <laughs> and I I have a question that I always like to ask people at the end of every episode. Yes. So your last question then is, why do you love Fauna so much? Oh, man. She is such a... She is a 
She's a trip. She's a treat. She is. <laughs> it's it's just so fun um, because I when I was first making a lot of characters before I had like that tragic backstory mm-hmm. character a lot and yeah. in an RDM um, really kind of challenged us with it too. She's just like, hey. You know, I, it's not going to be good enough to say you guys are orphans. You have to tell me who in your past was your family. And I was just <laughs> all like, wow, what if I actually make a character with a healthy family structure? Like, yeah, her parents. What a concept. Right? I'm like, wow. Yeah, like her parents are dead and that sucks. But she was too young to remember that. But like her sister mm-hmm. is very capable, very loving. She grew up with just loves of from her people. She loved her people. Mm-hmm. Love her people. She's not dead yet. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's still Saturday. We never know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, she, <coughs> out of all the princesses, she has, like, the the most love about her. Mm-hmm. Um, her family and her friends and just just everything she goes into. She tries to make friends with it or be friendly. And she is so like, even though her kingdom's taken over from dark elves and everything, she doesn't, she's not against Mm -hmm. dark elves. And she even said it herself. She's like, she's not against the light elves or the dark elves or any of the other kingdoms that are threatening Mm -hmm. her kingdom. She, she's against their reason. She's against their actions, but she Mm -hmm. herself Mm -hmm. is super forgiving and kind. And she's just so fun because she's still chaotic, but she's still very sweet. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's why Good. I love her. Good. I'm very glad to hear that. And thank you thank you so much, Cheska, for coming on to talk about your absolutely wonderful disaster of a character. Thank you. It's a, it's a hot mess of a, of a Christmas. She's, yeah, like, there's a pun there, but I forgot it midway. No, it's okay. No sweat. Uh, thank you. And thank you for having me. This was super fun. I, I love hey, having, you're welcome. having every opportunity to talk about Fauna. I... I just, I'm like, yeah, you want to hear about my, like, while I raid your tiefling? (laughs) (laughs) The answer, of course, was obviously yes. (laughs) Yes. So, thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, um, before I forget, uh, is there anything that you would like to promote on the internet? Where would you like to be found? Stuff like that. Uh, well, I am most active on Instagram. It is, uh, bride, like, marriage uh bride dot mm-hmm. rocket um, nice i also am probably going to be more active on twitter my username there is at cheska haynes so c-e-s-c-a-h-a-i-n-e-s and mm-hmm. uh yeah so i will probably be posting just fun doodles that i spend the 12 hours mm-hmm. of our campaign doing <laughs> every honestly week. cheska same yeah, see? I'm I'm the group's note taker and also the group's doodler. Oh my goodness. I the note taker. Uh but yeah, so uh cool. Well again, thank you so much. Thank you. The Home for Wayward OCs is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. It can be found through ACAST and your local podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is Violet by Poddington Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at waywardocpod or through waywardocpod at gmail.com. Uh, and I do have, since this is the second to last episode of the year, I do have guests uh, figured out for the rest of the year. 
Um, but if you are interested in being on the show, please feel free to either send me a tweet or an email through the official Wayward accounts, or you can fill out the handy dandy Google form that is the pinned tweet on the Wayward Twitter account. Um, and a uh, quick current events blast. The I'm just going to go through the basic reminders that I've been saying at the end of every podcast that I've recorded in the last six months, which is, um, number one, please continue to wash your hands, uh, wear your mask, and socially distance as much as you can. I understand that in the Northern Hemisphere, it's getting a lot colder, which means that you want to be inside more, which is fine. Just if you're going to be around people that you don't already live with, please wear a mask. I know it sucks, but it is literally the best weapon that we common people have to help against COVID. Um, Although related to that is number two, which is if you haven't already, please go get your flu shot because I don't think anyone wants to have flu and COVID at the same time. And also the flu shot is just generally a good thing. And depending on your medical insurance situation, it's probably free. (laughs) Um, Number three is please continue to support marginalized people in your area. Um, especially because, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, it's getting colder. Um, I would like to encourage you all to look into supporting uh, people in your area through food pantries, especially, but also in supporting uh, local groups that help out with the unhoused population of your city, town, state, etc., because that's also always incredibly helpful. Uh, And I think that's actually it. So uh, if any of you are inclined uh, are so inclined. I would really appreciate it if you could rate and review Wayward on your listening platform of choice, um, because that helps us to find a wider audience and to brighten more people's days. And it would make me smile for Christmas. So, thank you all for listening. This has been Home of Wayward OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. parents are the king and queen of snow uh king felice and queen navidad oh my god (laughs) uh and so she so they got married because it was an arranged marriage of uh to keep the peace between clan two warring clans Mm -hmm. and the war was because the queen dowager so in snow um the the oldest daughter typically is the queen is the crowned queen mm-hmm. and yeah. so uh queen navida was uh already queen at the time and her the queen dowager her mother was ran over by a reindeer say there's no such thing as magic. I know better. There's nothing more magical than the first snow of the season, that anticipation of what Christmas might bring, and then, finally, the day itself. There is nothing more magical. Oh, except real magic. So, you want to hear a story about magic? A story about Christmas? A story about one of the most enchanted places on Earth, where trees grow gumdrops and the Yeti skate on Sugar Plum Pond alongside elves? 
do I ever have a tale for you? This Christmas. Oh, Holly! Are you doing the trailer? Yes, Cornelius. About the show? Yes. Ooh. Have you told them about your Christmas wish uh, and how you came over to Christmasland, a place where it's Christmas all the time, and met the most handsome candy cane? That's me. But you weren't sure why you kept coming over, and eventually, in the end... Cornelius! (laughs) Hey! You can't give the whole thing away now. Guys, can you stop playing the music? Randall. Sorry. I know you're excited about the podcast, Cornelius, but don't worry. It's right around the corner. It's called Welcome to Tinseltown, and it'll be out on November 22nd. I think you and everybody else will love it. It sure sounds like it. Where where can I listen? You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting app. If you're excited, let us know on social media at Hey Tinseltown. Holly, Cornelius, are you using my microphone again? I am the queen of Tinseltown, and I specifically told you... November 22nd. Welcome to Tinseltown. Don't miss it. Where did that candy cane go? Okay, gotta go!